Listener Production. The Aussie market continues its impressive winning streak. And why did the healthcare sector just have its worst day in four months? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 12th of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Good afternoon. We're heading into the close. The Aussie market is maintaining its lovely little winning streak. Six days of gains in a row, 3% gain over that period. That's the longest winning streak we've had since mid-June, and it's enough to actually push us into positive territory for the year, this winning streak. So we're up roughly 1% now in 2023. You could pin it on a number of things, but you know, growing hopes that the US might actually not raise rates in three weeks' time when they meet next. Reports that China could unveil quite a bit of stimulus and perhaps the recent decline in oil prices all played a part. Absolutely right. And if we look at what the Aussie market has done today, it was up a little bit more earlier in the session, but now as we've reached the close, it's up just marginally, barely. It's Mm. up by three points or 0.04%, so less than a tenth of 1%, but still continuing that six-day winning streak, as you mentioned. Yeah, it really faded at the close (laughs) there. It went from being up a quarter (laughs) to being up just a couple of points, but I guess we're optimists, especially you, Mm -hmm. and we'll take that as a win, right? We'll take that as six days. (laughs) of games in uh, in a row. A very choppy session as well. It was really filled with ups and downs the whole duration of the day. So yeah, not much, I guess, enthusiasm behind the buying or the selling for that matter. No, definitely not. And if we look at what happened in sectors, it was hard to miss what was happening in the healthcare sector Mm. today. It had its worst day in four months. There was only four sectors that declined out of the 11. Healthcare was by far the worst, but we did have, you know, real estate stocks doing fairly well. Financials did really well and that helped boost the market. I guess without those financials doing so well, we probably wouldn't have lifted so much as well as the materials sector. But The healthcare sector was dragged mostly by CSL, right? Yeah, that made all the difference. The biggest stock in the the healthcare sector, one of the largest companies on our share market as well. Huge decline for the company, 6.3% drop. So for CSL, that is a very sizable move to the downside. It actually means that the the stock has ended at around $238 per Mm. share. The last time it was below $240 was four years ago. So there was news from a competitor overnight that might be playing a part here, Novo Nordisk, which has been working on a miracle weight loss drug of sorts. But there's also news that it might be applicable to treat kidney disease. And that seemed to perhaps be behind the declines because CSL spent a lot of money buying a Swiss company, Vifor, for that reason, to work on kidney disease treatment. Yep. Some news out of lithium miner Liontown. After the close yesterday, it announced that Reinhardt upped her stake again to almost 20% and has been doing this for quite a number of weeks now. There was also another update on the proposed takeover by the world's largest lithium miner, Albemarle. They didn't comment on Reinhardt growing her stake in Liontown. The update was regarding the due diligence period, saying that it will be extended an extra seven days, so a total of five weeks. They said they're almost done, but they just need a little longer to do a thorough job looking under the bonnet. And just a refresher, the deal is for $3 cash per share, making it a $6.6 billion deal if it does go ahead. But shares of Liontown fell today. They ended up closing 1.7% lower. A smaller stock on the market today is a big mover, Redbubble, which is a print-on-demand company. So you can buy things like t-shirts and mugs with artwork from independent artists on there. 30% higher during the session. It handed down some quarterly numbers, an improvement in its cash flow. This is a stock that was making millions 
in sales from just selling masks during the pandemic. Obviously, all that income is pretty much gone. And there's a huge push to online shopping over that period, which has shifted just a little, you would say, since with people returning to the bricks and mortar type of shopping as well. So they've been cutting the workforce and cost quite aggressively in recent years and some solid numbers today. Not such a good day for betting company Tabcorp either. It was the second worst performer today, down 6.2%. This morning, it released a trading update for the first quarter of 2024. So the 2024 financial year, that is, which is between the 1st of July and the 30th of September. Its results were quite disappointing. Group revenue declined by over 6% from the same time last year. Its gaming services revenue fell by 12.7%, and that was impacted by the sale of its eBet business and also fewer gaming machines. And overall, the softer macroeconomic environment was to blame, according to comments from Tabcorp CEO. Its shares didn't do so well, as I mentioned, but they were down almost double or, or more than double as much earlier in the session. So it definitely could have been worse, but they still hit their lowest level in over a year. Yep. And UMG today, United Malt Group met with investors, a slight pickup in its share price for most of the afternoon. It's a step closer to being taken over, it seems, by the French giant Morterie Soufflé for about one and a half billion mm-hmm. bucks. Any opportunity to use a few words in French there, uh, yes. my friend Laura. It's I was, embarrassing. I was very excited for you to talk about that one oh, today. Thanks so much. Well, look, it's had a bit of a roller coaster or an interesting ride recently. It's up about 40% year to date, but today basically received approval from the Foreign Investment Review Board that it can move forward with this, still subject to some approvals moving forward. But a couple of months ago, it received clearance from the ACCC too. Now, let's look ahead to tonight and tomorrow. So, of course, the big one tonight, consumer prices. So, basically, an update on consumer inflation for the month of September. That's the big one we've been waiting for. Of course, we had business inflation last night. It was a little bit hotter than expected, but that got shrugged off as people focus more on the Federal Reserve's September minutes, where they were a little less hawkish, basically saying there might not be any rate hikes ahead. So, people focused on that a little more. But That could all change with depending on what happens tonight. And this inflation data will be handed down an hour ahead of the US market open this evening and a slight pickup of about a third of a percent in September is expected. So that would see annual inflation going from 3.7 down to 3.6%. So absolutely one to watch. I should quickly mention energy stocks as well. This is probably going to remain a big talking point for us. The energy sector not doing so well today because of a pretty sizable decline in the oil price last night. So some encouragement that perhaps what could be a shortage of supply in oil, aren't as many concerns around this because some countries like Saudi Arabia have jumped in saying that they'll supply what's necessary. But energy stocks are still up roughly 4% this week. So still some of the best performers. Not too much going on tomorrow. So we have overseas arrivals and departures being released. Harvey Norman trades ex-dividend. That could weigh a little bit, but they're not too big to weigh too much. Newcrest, Parenti and Silex Systems host their AGMs and we'll also have data coming out of China, which is inflation. They're one of the few countries that don't have an inflation problem, but we're wanting to see a boost to their economy and they'll also release international trade balances. So they'll both be one to watch out of China tomorrow. Exactly. And that inflation data will be out at 12.30pm Sydney time, so or daylight saving time. So that's going to be important to watch. Depending on what happens, you know, this could be a sign of things slowing more in China or perhaps improving. So that's going to be very, very important in the final few hours of trade. But of course, remember that we've had this very decent winning streak after hitting those 11-month lows just last week. Exactly right. And on that note, have a great night and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, everyone. 
This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.